0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Outdoors Adventure Podcast. I'm Rob, I'm your host and in this episode I'm going to be bringing you a trip report from the Reynolds of Snowdonia and I would go so far as to say that it is possibly the best mountain weekend I have ever had. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to this episode. Yeah, like I say in the intro, we've got a trip report this month from the Rinnogs in Snowdonia and it's an area I've never visited and I'm not too sure how, how it's been missed because it was such an amazing weekend. I had such a great time. Uh, I think just in terms of remoteness, I think it felt so remote. Uh, I'll go into some detail in the trip report, but we did a six kilometre walk in and it's not very often you get that in the English and Welsh mountains. Scotland's maybe more so. Um, But yeah, in terms of remoteness in England and Wales it was, yeah, it was just very, very remote. The wild camping spot we found was possibly the best wild camping spot I've ever had. We managed to get away with no midges. The weather was incredible. The body we stayed in was amazing. Everything about the trip just came together perfectly. It's one of those epic amazing trips and I can't wait to share it with you Uh, I hope you're keeping well it's certainly gone very autumnal in uh, the UK now I'm sort of recording this looking out my window it's one of those dreary grey cold horrible autumnal days and the jumper has just gone on the first time the jumper has been cracked out since June or whatever So despite the fact that it's been a rubbish summer, the jumpers have been cracked out for the winter already. So let's crack on with the trip reports. be able to hear I am in the car and that is because I am on my way to the mountains. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I have finished work on a Friday afternoon and I'm driving to Snowdonia, and we are doing a bit of a epic couple of days we've got some fantastic plans planned uh, tonight i am going to be staying in a body a penros isaf body which by the looks of things is possibly the easiest Bothy to get to no matter where you park it's only about a half an hour walk and i have found somewhere that's even closer if available uh but it's just like a bay on the other side of the road so who knows um I'm not due in till about half five, six o'clock, so just be a nice short walk in to the body, uh settle in for the night, play some cards, get the fire on and uh have some food, talking of which I have gone all out today actually. Normally if i the only every other time I've stayed in a body it's been after a long day on the hills and so I've always had to be cautious of what I eat and normally freeze it in the morning and then by the time I eat it it's just come down to a nice temperature and reheat it Uh, whereas I'm walking straight into the body so I I always take the mick out of my brother who is going to be there and he will be on some of the recordings shortly I always take the mick out of him because I always take much nicer food than him I think he's started to up his game a little bit recently Um, so today considering i don't have to worry about some things being out of the fridge for too long i'm going to turn up with a nice steak <laughs> so i'm taking a steak into the body i will be having steak chips uh, mushrooms tomatoes i've got some chili ah oh, it's gonna be amazing uh yeah so he'll be gutted when he sees my steak when I talk about having a fire, that might not happen as well because my car is currently showing 30 degrees, which is pretty unbelievable given the summer that we've had. It's been an absolutely atrocious summer. However, we have landed on this weekend with the weather. And it's going to be fantastic. Unfortunately, we have this um, Saharan sand that comes across occasionally. Uh, seems to happen sort of every year or so, um, where all the wind directions are perfectly placed. And there's a storm in the Sahara, up comes the sand, over to England, and it dumps it in England, and it makes it really hazy. So although it's going to be lovely weather, it's 30-odd degrees all weekend, uh, or late 20s I think it's going to be, uh, it is a little bit hazy because of all the sand, <laughs> and my car's filthy as well. Um, so yeah, we've got some nice days planned today. Uh, like I say, we're in a body tonight, and then tomorrow we've got a pretty long walk, Uh, along the uh, there's something called the Black Waterfalls uh, near Dolgalau. I'm going to pronounce all these wrong again, I'll have to, I'll put an apology in now for my Welsh pronunciations Um, yes, the Black uh, Black Waterfalls and then we are doing the Rhinogs now this is an area that I have not been to before, it's very very rare these days that I ever have to buy a map because I've got I don't know, loads at home because I've been outdoorsy for quite some time. Uh, but in this instance, I've had to go and buy a map because I've never been to the Rhinogs before. I think it's potentially because they're squashed between... Well, I like the Cambrians. I've always enjoyed the Cambrian Mountains, the sort of wilderness and the quietness of the Cambrians. And then obviously just touching distance north, you've got... Um, uh, Snedonia and then near the Rhinogs you've got Kadaridris as well uh, which must be on a different map because I've done Kadaridris a couple of times so it's a little bit squash and it's not as high perhaps uh, not as rugged perhaps as Snedonia it only gets up to about 750 metres we are going to be going up to the high point tomorrow on Saturday um, and yeah I mean there's Rinog 4 or, Rhin- or Rhinog Vauer I think it's pronounced we've got Rhinog Vak um and then we're going to try and get all the way up to the north of the ridge and do a wild camp tomorrow so we've got the body tonight wild camp tomorrow uh waterfalls ridges 750 meter mountains isolation quietness solitude there's some scrambling by the looks of things if you want to uh so yeah it's going to be a really exciting uh couple of days i'm really looking forward to it it's not very often i get friday saturday and sunday pass out these days with two young kids so um yeah i'm gonna certainly make the most of it i will report once there and uh, no doubt one of the first voices you will also hear will be my brother alan as well who is coming on the trip so uh that is setting the scene for you and I will update a little bit later as we're on the walk-in into the body.
1: What, well, you have a
0: podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're in the body, and it's a lovely body. It's massive. There's sort of a main room with uh, a fire in it, and some benches and tables, sit around, kitchen... Uh, and three bedrooms and there's beds too, luxury. (laughs)
1: you need to just give this up brother (laughs) just admit to your fan that you forgot to record on the way in just come clean it's
0: like Uh, yeah I forgot to record on the way in (laughs) I was going to try and fake it but we don't do that on the podcast Uh, it was killer though on the way in wasn't it
1: yeah, it was, it, was pretty, it was like straight up. It was awful. It was really awful. hot.
0: Well, here's the thing. So, I did a recording on the way here, didn't I, saying all that body and stuff. And I think I've mentioned in the plan that we might be able to dump some kit quite close to the body. So, I'm driving around to find somewhere to dump this kit. And there's this road that goes really close to the body. It's probably a body that's closest to the road out of anyone, out, or out of all of them. And uh, it's about a 10-minute walk from this road. And I was going to park in these little laybys. Loads of little laybys there. And no signs at all saying no parking, no overnight stays. And Alan persuaded me otherwise.
1: There were signs that said no parking, <laughs> no overnight. That's exactly what the sign said.
0: Not in these laybys. Being there wasn't.
1: Robert,
0: <laughs> Not in these laybys. There weren't. Anyway, so I didn't park in them. Ten minutes from the body, didn't park in them. Went around to the other side of this hill where the body's on, and it was absolute killer <laughs> it was awful it was hot it was sweaty and it was straight up it wasn't fun and it was to be fair it was only about a 30 minute walking but um it could have been a 10 minute walking if it weren't for Alan and then we got to the body and there was a well we, well we had the place ourselves to start with and then a group turned
1: up and they parked in the lay-bys that I suggested <laughs> they killer. were young though they were young and foolish yeah not 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 old and old and wise and boring
0: <laughs> so body review from alan how did you think of it
1: it was just a weird one <laughs> like so i was i was saying to you it was nice so it's like curry de brennan which is a massive mountain biking place and i was like I've, i think i've literally mountain biked like a long here so like for me bodies are like they're on the way to somewhere, or they're a bit of a walk-in, or you kind of, I don't know, they, they're part of the plan. Whereas here, I think it's literally just, we're just going to go for the night and just experience it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But it was awesome, as a body it was awesome. Big, nice setting, right in the woods, which was kind of different. Um, well, actually, we've been in one in the woods before. But no, I thought it was good. It was good really well maintained i think being near a road means that it can be pretty well looked after yeah and like you know you got away late um we met at whatever time it was six and we were set up eating dinner within an hour so it's good for that um, yeah. yeah
0: what did uh, what did we take in for dinner
1: well, you seem to have created a competition that doesn't exist.
0: There's definitely a competition. There's no
1: competition. <laughs>
0: there is in my head.
1: I had chilli that I thought was bolognese, so I had it with pasta. <laughs> and you had steak and chips. <laughs> steak and chips. Yeah. these steak and chips. Yeah. But I was, yes. happy with my, I was happy with my food. I was very happy with my steak. I was fine. <laughs>
0: Well I think I actually think it was one of the better bodies we stayed in.
1: In terms of the body, yes. Yeah the body was amazing,
0: but it is a bit weird in the sense that it's right close to the road. It's literally a ten minute walk. It's a bit weird that you can have a body there.
1: And that it's in like a mountain bike trail centre. Yeah, yeah. So like this morning there's just people like riding around on their bikes. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a body normally feels like.
0: I know what you mean. It didn't feel remote. No. <laughs> but
1: if you were going to do a first, body yeah, oh, yeah, to see how you liked it, ten-minute
0: walk for sure. Ten-minute
1: walks. If you don't like it, and it's a, it's a road, isn't it? Yeah, pretty you can much, Go yeah, on the so like, little forest track, forestry track. Yeah. Don't like it. Back you go to the car. Happy days. Off you go. But there is a risk of loud, early groups turn up. Yeah. So like the group that turn up, it was awesome because they turned out to be good. But if you were there with someone who wanted to get an early night and a big group turn up and they were up till the wee hours, you might not have a good experience
0: yeah yeah well they were all right in the end i mean they turned up with music blaring and bottles of beer and stuff so we were a bit worried but um they turned out all right to be fair yeah,
1: so yeah recent. yeah all
0: right So good first body if you want to give it a go and then today right we, well we've had a lazy morning alan didn't wake up till about 10 o'clock well,
1: no, like, <laughs> I, I was lying in bed like desperately waking, waiting for you to wake up and you were stood outside waiting for me to wake up I'd gone for
0: a walk I'd be, I was up at 8 o'clock and then no one else was up so I went for a walk to a viewpoint that doesn't exist it's just trees so you can not see anywhere and then I uh, walked down to the little stream where their cars were parked uh, I come back a million milling around and then Alan comes out saying oh I thought you were still asleep have been awake two hours we he fell down yeah so anyway we're going back to the car and then we're gonna repack for tonight and head off in the opposite direction to the body where we are gonna do wild camp on the Renogs and we're probably gonna have a little swim somewhere too. Alright then little update we have we come down from the body and back to the car and there was a a river next to the car. So we've jumped in there and had a little swim and cooled off because it's really, really hot.
1: How hot is it? Really hot.
0: Really hot. So uh, we have uh, left the cars now and we've repacked the bags. I've had a change of clothes. I don't know why I bothered. (laughs) because I'm wet through again. (laughs) And we're heading up into the Rinogs. I'm not going to try and pronounce the first one. <laughs> I'm just not even going to bother. You
1: need that guy from last night, I told yeah.
0: you. To be fair, there's a Welsh bloke in the grody last night. He knew. He was very good. Uh, so uh, we've got quite a long walk in. It's like a six kilometre walk in. Which sounded a bit grim when we were talking about it, but on a hot day like this, it's actually not too bad because we're in the forest. <laughs> so at least we're not... Out in the sun all day.
1: We saw some lovely waterfalls as well.
0: Yeah, nice waterfalls, the black waterfalls, they're called.
1: That'd be good for like, families.
0: Or the rear do, I think in Welsh.
1: Because you could uh, you can park there and it's only a short walk up, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well that uh, place we went for a swim, perfect for a picnic, for kids in the river. That's beautiful. Anyway, we're on that six kilometre walk in now, and it's hot. I think I'm going to struggle. (laughs) Fun times. Right then, ladies and gentlemen of the Outdoors Adventure Podcast. I'm going to make a bold claim. This is possibly the best mountain weekend I have had. And would you agree, Alan?
1: Potentially. (laughs) It's quite a bold claim, but potentially. To set the scene... We are currently sat right by the lake, surrounded by beautiful scenery, and we've had a swim, and we've watched the sunset, and it's been pretty epic. And the walk was awesome as well. The walk was was really good, like really varied. I mean, we chose to do it on the hottest day of the year. (laughs) It wasn't great, but yeah, it's been been good. It's definitely up there, for sure.
0: There's definitely been some low moments. I, I almost packed it in is in life
1: <laughs> i genuinely thought i was gonna have to push you up the hill like <laughs> at one point we'd stopped and we walked for maybe a minute <laughs> you were like can we just have another two minutes and i was thinking to myself we've we we if we stop for two minutes we will have stopped for twice as long as we walked since we last stopped <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's it's a bit of a combination of heavy rocks that. A long walking, six kilometer walking, and being fat, being fat, being unfit, and the hottest day of the year. But I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it. I'm claiming it is, up there. I mean, yeah, it's definitely up there. It's up there as being one of the best. It's the, it's the variety as well. I think it's. Uh, we've had like a long walking through a forest. And then we got to the end of this walking, six kilometres. I'm going to describe the route. I've not got my map on me. I'll describe the route a bit more, a bit better in a bit. Uh, but we've done this six kilometre walking and got to the end of these forest tracks that we've been walking through. What's the forest called again? You know it, don't you? Because you are
1: mountain
0: Coed y Brenin. We got to the end and then there's this lake. And we sat down by this lake to have some dinner. And we were like, we've not seen anyone all day by this point we've been walking for two hours three hours two and a half hours maybe
1: yeah
0: we're not seeing anyone all day and then we look down into the lake and there's some people skinny dipping so <laughs> we saw two people pretty quickly and then uh, we there was a in the body last night somebody had wrote that they walked down this track this old miners track uh, again I'll, I'll tell you in a bit when I've got my map on me um, where it was going from and to And they made a bold claim in the body book that it was single-handedly the best and most beautiful hike they've done or section of hiking they've done and would encourage anyone to do it if they're a hiker. The bold claim. But again, it was quality. It was brilliant. I mean, that's where I started to die because it was a pull-up.
1: It was a bit of a slog. It was a bit of a slog, but it was all good. Like, every... Every bit of slog was offset by, like, nice views. Yeah. And it's just remote, isn't it? It's like yeah. there's no one here. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing that struck me about it as
0: well. So we have we saw two people skinny dipping, and then we've come up to the ridge. There's two people on the ridge. And then now that we've camped up, we've camped up next to a lake again. I'll tell you a bit what it's called later. Um we've just seen two other campers higher up. And that's about it. I mean, we're like a touching distance from Snowdonia. Hottest day of the year. And we've seen a total of six people across an entire day doing miles and miles of hiking.
1: And there's no midges.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's because the wind's gone up a little bit.
1: (laughs) It could not be better. Yeah. Like, I'm literally looking at the most beautiful surrounding and there's no midges. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Oh,
0: it was meant to be yeah it was meant to be and uh, yeah i mean i was proper flacking really badly i mean towards the end of the walk i didn't i genuinely was up for just camping wherever i wherever i was and then you get here and then you jump in the lake and then yeah i've just had some pasta i'm about to have a beer and then it's second hand i said to alan earlier, it's called second hand fun i think isn't it when, wait when at the no, time, it's not
1: second hand fun it's something type
0: like, 2 fun type 2 fun that's it where it's like you're hating it at the time and then you look back and think that was a quality day and I don't think I don't think there's a mountain day that would beat this in England and Wales I'd say yeah quality
1: So More scrambling um, it was scrambling yeah, maybe, yeah. that would be good but in terms of just a hike yeah like a hike in a wild camp yeah Yeah, I'd put it right up there
0: for sure. So we just watched the sunset. We're both knackered, so we're going to play a couple of games of cards and then it'll probably be a pretty early night, I'd imagine. So let's play some cards. I'm going to get beaten, as I always do. Right then, so uh, a Rinog's debrief, and the reason why it's a debrief is because I'm sat back at home having finished recording uh, at our wild camping spot. I was planning on doing some recording the following morning, um, but we it's one of those mornings where we sort of had a bit of a lay-in, sort of half 7, 8-ish rose from our slumbers and having a nice lazy morning. Alan went for a little dip, I went for a little walk, and uh, we were just cooking breakfast. Now, we knew a storm was on its way, but the last um, weather report that I looked at said that the storm was coming about 2pm. So we thought we've got plenty of time to get down. Yeah, that didn't happen. The thunder and lightning started about half past eight. So just as we were... Cooking breakfast and uh, having a nice, relaxing, lazy morning. Um, now I didn't feel particularly worried. We were camped in a in a bowl essentially, so we had tall mountains on either side of us. So in terms of the, the danger or the risk from the lightning, uh, I wasn't particularly worried. Uh, our exit route wasn't to climb any higher either. We were exiting uh, by by just. Um, uh, just going down essentially when having to climb up anywhere uh, so yeah I wasn't too worried about the lightning however Alan also hadn't packed any waterproofs, there we go top tip from the Outdoors Adventure podcast don't bother packing waterproofs But the thing is, we didn't need them, Uh, and according to the weather report, we, we definitely didn't need them because it was due to be sunny the entire time that we were out, and it was. I mean, the weather was intense. I really struggled on that second day. You might have heard it in my voice. I was knackered. I was the most knackered I've ever been in the mountains So, yeah, we didn't really need the waterproofs, but Alan didn't have any on him. He was worried about getting wet. Obviously, we would much prefer to get to lower ground, even despite the fact that we felt pretty safe where we were. You know, we were in middle tents and, uh, you know, carrying big packs, and we uh, would rather get to lower ground as well. So we made a hasty exit. Hence the reason there was no recording in the morning. But essentially all we did in the morning was we uh, we just went down to the car park. It was about a two, two and a half hour walk out. Um, and then at the car park we bumped into four other wild campers uh, who we hadn't actually seen on the, on, the, on the mountains. But they said they did the same thing as us. They heard the thunder and made a sharpish exit down towards the cars. Worryingly so, on the way back to the cars, I saw a Duke of Edinburgh Expedition, or I I assume a Duke of Edinburgh Expedition. They always carry the same sort of rucksacks, don't they? They have a certain age as well. And they were heading up into the mountains. And the weather forecast was for thunderstorms from two o'clock. So hmm, not the most responsible thing I've ever seen. But in terms of a debrief, like I say in the recording, like I say in the intro, I genuinely think this is up there yeah I can't think of a better mountain weekend if I rack my brains I might be able to think of a couple that were up there with this too everything just came together the weather was perfect the bobby was fantastic we ended up sharing with some people who were who were really fun as well um and respectful of the fact that you know we weren't there to party like perhaps they were um there was some lovely wild swimming spots found an amazing swimming spot in a river there was the uh, swimming spot near where we camped as well and uh, yeah everything just just turned out perfectly the walk in was remote the, the lunch spot we picked was one of the most remote places i've been i think it was just amazing miles from anywhere we didn't see anyone we saw a couple of people all day and they were at a distance uh, so yeah everything everything just came together and it was it was absolutely fantastic it was a brilliant trip now I do say in the trip report that uh, I will update you on the actual names and the roots of what we did, which I'm fully aware of the fact that my trip reports are pretty poor at doing. <laughs> I sort of just, I sort of just update as we walk in and don't really look at where we're going or update during the trip port so I think on my trip reports I'm gonna make a, a note of at least giving a bit more advice on where we've been and what routes we've been doing so you can look it up yourselves so I'm gonna grab a map and I will let you know okay so the map has been grabbed there it is for effects Um, so we parked at a uh, a car park uh, called (sighs) Gankluid there we go Welsh pronunciation number one but essentially it's on the A470 just north of Dolgalau. again that's probably pronounced wrong Um, and that is where we had our uh, sort of river swim spot on the morning of day two after walking in to Penwas Isaf Like Alan said about this body, by the way, I I agree with him. It is an unusual body. It's just sort of there. It's not en route to anything. It's close to a road. I do wonder whether it attracts uh, parties. But like I say, we uh, were lucky on the Friday and they were very respectful of uh, what we were there to do. So on day two, we had a nice lazy morning. Uh, We went back to the car park. We repacked our bags with more things we needed for Day two, and things we didn't need, uh, had a little swim, and then we followed the uh, Black Waterfalls or the Reardu Waterfalls uh, along Kum Kamlan, uh, and that was a really, really remote stretch. Uh, it was through uh, the Curry Brennan Forest, uh, a little bit further west on the A470. And it took hours, to be with you, to get to our lunch spot. Where it, we went, uh, we we stopped next to Lin Kumińak, which is a really remote lake. Uh, that's where we saw some skinny dippers. <laughs> so it must be remote if, we, uh, if people are brave enough to skinny dip there. Uh, We then took the uh, path that I mentioned in the trip report that the uh, bodygoer said it was possibly the single most beautiful uh, track they've ever walked and would uh, encourage any hiker to do so. Uh, I I perhaps don't go so far as to say it's the single most beautiful track I've ever walked, but I think collectively, obviously, the area was absolutely beautiful. And yes, I too would encourage it. And it was very interesting, that track, because there was lots of old miners tracks and uh, buildings and stuff we didn't do the top of Diffruis Oh Oh, that's awful I've definitely pronounced that wrong because we were knackered but we grabbed the ridge and we went north along the ridge of uh, (laughs) Woo. this is awful I need to learn some Welsh towards Rynogfach and when we uh, got to inofach we didn't climb it because we camped at lin Hiwel, And that was where the wild camping spot was. Now, I know it's not the done thing to release wild camping spots, but I think, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not difficult to see that there's a lake surrounded by lots of beautiful mountains and it's a popular wild camping spot. It is anyway because I could see a couple of other people there or, well, next to a couple of other lakes nearby. Um from there we dropped down to Linn Kumhosen and then we didn't climb over Winnolfach we uh went we dropped down uh, towards the coal between Winnolfach and Winnolf for, for Vauer and then we uh, went back to the cars that were parked at the parking spot on the OS map at Grey 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 Duisaf where there was also an Airbnb that I would like to check out. So there we go. You've had three minutes of the worst Welsh pronunciation ever. But hopefully it gives you some idea of the route that we took. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Outdoors Adventure Podcast. As always, I always ask people to do this. It makes a huge difference to the... Podcast uh, and how easy it is to find, and the guests we can get. If you can review, please do so. The Apple Podcast is the best one to do it on. You can also do it on Spotify. It makes a huge difference. Thank you very much. Next week, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna swap things up a little bit. I think next week I am going to uh, add a few things in because I, I will try and do the film review or program review that I have missed off the last couple of months. And I'm also thinking about starting doing some gear reviews and uh, gear updates in terms of news and new types of gear that are being released and all that sort of stuff. It's the one thing that I think the podcast is potentially missing. Uh, There's a lot of gear geeks out there, aren't there? And I think perhaps it's because I'm not one of them. I'm not particularly a gear geek, but I'm fully aware of the fact that it's an important aspect of what we do and... um, Yeah, I want to educate myself a little bit more on the gear that we use. So, uh, yeah, I, I will try and include things like that as well next week too. See you next time.